Hello, and welcome back to the Fantasy Hockey Talkers podcast. And we're here to wrap up game week 10, Kev. Yeah, it was a fun week to watch. It was a shit week to watch. Uh, <laughs> for you, one reason for you. Chelsea sucked. Uh, my team sucked. And our team of the week sucked. So, I mean, realistically, wasn't a great week, all in all. Um, Scoreline-wise, I feel like we got a few hits. Um, definitely win-wise, we got some hits. But we oh, did yeah, have some pretty sure. big offs. Like, uh, for instance, Chelsea, another one was the Wolves game. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, other than that, maybe Everton game too. Anyways, let's jump in. Last week's game. Uh, I had Tottenham and Crystal Palace. That was the first one on the slate. It was a Friday game. Yep. I had 2 nothing Tottenham. I had 2-1. The game ended 2-1, so that's a hit already for I, Kev. I am a genius. Um, Tottenham looked good throughout the entire game. I find that Crystal Palace were very um, sporadic in attack. Uh, they did have a couple chances that seemed like they could have scored, but... I mean... But I feel like Crystal Palace defended well. The first half, they yeah. they did get pressed a lot, and there was a lot going on. And, of course, the first goal is an own goal on Joel Ward. Um, I think he needs to be replaced in that team. I know he's the captain. He's an older guy. But he's the only weak spot on that Crystal Palace defense. Yeah, Weakest spot, I would say, probably. I think both center backs are... The goal wasn't, like, it wasn't bad, the own goal. He was trying to curve it out. It was going yeah, to... It was going to go in anyways, but... I can't remember if there was someone behind them. I think there was someone creeping behind him. I think it was Charleston, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Probably. But Madison took it all the way. He'll claim that. Yeah, of course. And then uh, Brennan Johnson comes in, and two minutes later sets up a beautiful spot for Son, who scores another brilliant goal. That was a great play. Um, I like Brennan Johnson. I think that he should start. I think I say this every time. Uh, Richarlson is in form, so it makes sense that uh, Richarlson's playing. But to see, like, Johnson on the ball have that much quality, he's pacey, playing with someone like Sun, playing with other players like Madison, I think it really could add depth to that offense. Yeah, I think Brennan Johnson is levels better. Um, than I agree. Charleston. I just think that they, since he's new, they're trying to, like, implement him in a way that can... Still create him as a great player, but ease him into the lineup a little bit. Mm-hmm. As we go down here, late game, I think it was off a free kick. Anderson, I think, had a flick header, and IU scored in the 95th minute. Uh, I don't remember the buildup, but I know IU just blasted one into the net from like the top of the 18-ish. I feel like it was probably off a corner kick and Anderson headed it or maybe Anderson sent a through ball. I, I I turned the game off to be perfectly honest with you. I didn't expect it to go with this much extra time uh, after Suns. I think it was like a few minutes after Suns goal. I turned it off. Um, but yeah, IU scores the goal. Anderson gets the assist. Um, a lot of people were texting us in our group chat saying Crystal Palace deserved a penalty at the end of the game. I didn't, I didn't catch any of that, but um, yeah, a lot of people were like outraged saying there was a handball or something like that. Uh, either way, Tottenham gets away with another win. Um, whether it's questionable or not, I mean, that's what Tottenham has been doing, winning questionable games. Um, but I mean, they're top of the league and it's for a good reason. 
Ange has that team flying around. And to be honest with you, they got a little bit of depth finally with like Bentaker not starting off the bench, you know, uh, Brendan Johnson off the bench, Hoiberg off the bench. Like a lot of these guys were starting or would have been starters last year. And uh, now having like the depth and uh, Ange having the hands all over the steering wheel feels like they kind of are in a good spot here. Well, Benton Kerr coming back is big for them. He hasn't played in, I think, seven months. Yeah. Do you think Which... he starts, though, in that team? Eventually. Do you think he takes Sar's spot? Yeah. Yeah. Bye-bye Sar is good, but I don't think he's better. But he could, uh, he could be a solid substitute or, like, if Benton Kerr or uh, who's the other one? Basuma? Ba- Basuma needs a rest. He can he can go in there. Yeah, I think that um, having Sar play this many minutes was probably really good for them and allows them to have a rotation that doesn't really stifle that whole starting 11 it kind of just keeps them as a cohesive unit to be honest um anyways so i mean it was all in all a good game to watch good way to start the weekend um we could get into the weekend and uh it's chelsea brentford that was great i had 3-1 chelsea boy oh boy was Uh, that not the case i had a 2-2 draw um ethan pinnick scores after a ridiculously pressed first half, Chelsea is was killing them all in the first half. And then he, he, Pochettino said it great. It, when you are so worked up after a first half of missing the net and getting the ball in deep and not able to break them down and... Uh, it's just frustrating to watch. They, I, We need a clear number nine. Um, you do have a striker problem. I don't understand the lineup, to be honest. I'm not a big fan of Madweke in, and I, I I get Enzo had like Enzo just had his baby, uh, that morning. So Enzo's not in the lineup, obviously. But I don't like Desa like Desasi. I don't understand why Gusto's not playing. Um, it's just it's frustrating. I like Cole Palmer. Don't get me wrong, but. He did pick out, I think it was Cucurella on a pretty good ball, and Cucurella couldn't finish. It's it's just a weird conservative lineup. Like, I like Madweke, don't get me wrong. I do like him. But, like, Mudrick just had an unbelievable game. Why is he not in the starting 11? And it's just frustrating to see this much turnover constantly, constantly, constantly. And then we're wondering why we're not playing well. And, like, I get it. Like, I, I honestly, on this, on this sheet right here, I don't even see... Uh, Mudrick in the in the substitution, so maybe something was going on that we don't know. Same with Enzo, um, but Reese James comes in, plays twenty three minutes. Ian Matson comes in, plays twenty three minutes. Uh, Ogo Chukowa, that midfielder, played nine. I mean, it, all in all, there's nothing to take out of this game. It was kind of big just, win for Brentford. Oh, a huge one for Brentford. Don't get me wrong. And that that breakaway pass off by Embuemo. Uh, Embuemo, really? No, not Embuemo. By uh, Mape. Really made me sad. Oh, oh, Mope. He got the why he's he got he the assist. He was on a breakaway on when David Sanchez was up the field uh, running back, and he passed it off to Embuemo for a wide open net when he had a wide open net. So I got really crapped on in fantasy there. You know what's a pain in the ass is Chelsea had seventeen shots, two on target. It's like what the what like what are you, you don't doing? Have a finisher in your team. You know what I mean? Like get I I understand that it's tough. But, like, Nick Jackson, three shots, none on target. Uh, Madweke, three shots, none on target. Sterling, two shots, none on target. Uh, Palmer, two shots, none on target. Gallagher, one shot, one on target. 
Tego Silva, two shots, not on target. Cucurella, one shot, or two shots, one on target. It's like, uh, even Reese James came in, had a shot. Washington had a shot, both off target. It's like, it's the most frustrating thing in the world when you just need someone like Diego Costa, who's worth fuck all, and all he does is finds the net. Like, we need someone that can just sniff the net out, and I think that we have a, a, a slapping chance to get into, like, the conference league. I mean, I'm not going to say the le- like the, we're not out of it completely. Like, realistically, we have 12 points. The team that's in seventh has 17. We're only five points out. No, it's still early. You know what I mean? Like, I think even sixth place is only five points out from us. So, like, it, it's doable. I think Nkuku coming back helps your striking ability a little more. Yeah, but that's enough about Chelsea. I mean, let's talk about this Brentford game. Um, they yeah. were great. And Buemo is a star. I mean, goal and assist. Start him against any team at this point. He's unbelievable. Um, I'd be shocked if he stays. I don't think that. Um, I would question who more of who would be more of an asset at this point, him or Tony, if they were both oh, starting. It's, it's him. It's him. I think Embuemo can do more. He's he has both at facets of the game of passing and scoring. I mean, and losing dribbling. someone like Tony, some, someone like Tony, let's be real, is very good. He's a he's a he's finisher. a pure finisher. He's a finisher, and he's pretty good up when it comes to attacking like i i understand that but i think Embuemo can do more he is a bigger facet of both ends of the field than tony is and truthfully i think chelsea should just i i get we spent a lot of money but just buy tony i mean realistically we should sell half the players we just brought in (laughs) and just take in tony keep jackson on the bench which is fine but then like uh fofana that's on loan right now to uh I think it's uh, Union Berlin. Yeah, I think it's somewhere. He just in the got German a three-match suspension for pushing his manager. Yeah, fucking let let him leave. Like we don't need that in the locker room. We already got enough young fucking dickheads. So like I don't know. Uh, Onyeka played a decent game. I found in the middle of the park uh, when he came in. Jensen obviously always is good. Pinnock had the best game of the team. Pinnock, yeah, scores a goal. I mean, it was Pinch off corner. It was what? It, it wasn't even off a corner. Was it not? It was a cross. Oh. He was just up the field. It's just like a set pieces to Chelsea, I just assume. After the first half, I turned it off. <laughs> I didn't even watch the second half. It was a good game. Um, But, yeah, it was a great game from Pure Brentford fan for sure. No complaints. Uh, next match, we have Arsenal-Sheffield. I had 3 nothing for I, Arsenal. I had 2 nothing. Game ended five nothing. Yeah, they went. They ran riot. Um, nothing for the Sheffield side. We said that at the beginning of the week. Um, how about Mikey and Dalt having a trade potential? Dalt offers Enkedia for Nkunku to Mikey. Mikey says, "And why would I ever take that guy?" And then Dalt ends up winning his week because of an Enkedia hat trick. Yeah, <laughs> that's about as great as it gets. Um, yeah, praise to Enkedia. He is. He had a fantastic game. You know what's funny is I brought it up in Kenya on the last banter episode we had with Adrian and Josh, and we all said we'd sell him. But realistically now, I mean, I, would I, you? I still see him missing out on games. But, like, any one of those t- front three goes down, he's in. You understand? Well, like, yeah. for sure. And I mean, uh... If Sokka goes down, you could push Gabriel Hazers to the wing and have in Kenya. Yeah, I think if uh, Martinelli went down, though, Trossard would come in. I still think you put... I still think you put in Kedia and just move. I mean, because I think Gabriel yeah. Jesus can play each wing. He can play all, all over the front. Which makes having in Kedia very uh, viable and 
He does score goals. I, I think he's one of their best finishers. I think this is the best midfield three they started. Who'd, who'd they start? I mean, it sucks because Odegaard's not in right now. Yeah, he wasn't in. But Smith, Rowe, Rice, and Havertz. If you took out Havertz and put Odegaard, that's the best front three I think they got. Smith, Rowe, Rice, Rice and, and yeah. Havertz right now. But, I mean, if it's Odegaard. Odegaard for sure. Because be Smith, Rowe adds an attacking presence that Odegaard does not. <laughs> Odegaard has the long shot threat. But Smith Rowe has the dribbling ability. I think Odegaard has dribbling ability. I agree. I, I, I'm not saying. I just like. I like Smith Rowe as a player. I think he's better than Fabio Vieira. I, I, I truthfully believe it. Fabio Vieira scored. This is his first game as a starter. He ended up with an assist. Okay. What is Fa- that? Fabio Vieira scored a he, penalty. He scored. Who cares? It's a he penalty. Scored. It's a freaking penalty. Um, no Gabriel. Are you worried if you're a Gabriel owner? Probably not. He hasn't been playing a lot, though. He started... He played... He had a good string of games there for a bit. But now, like, QER starts. Ben White played right back. Zanchenko left back. If Timber's still in the lineup... Timber won't be... No, but if he was here, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Then what? Timber can play all over the back... So, like, to me, Gabriel is access, in my opinion. I think he just makes some mistakes that Arteta doesn't like. But I do see him as a strong center back, and I like from game to game, I, I see it changing, because they're gonna they're gonna cycle all over the place. Arteta likes to cycle. Yeah. So I fully believe he'll play a lot of games. Not maybe not every one. Yeah, that's fair. Deck Rice gets an assist. I mentioned Tomiyasu. If you had him on your bench, he was probably having a good chance. If someone got injured to get a clean sheet, he subs in, gets a goal. So I mean, we don't always just uh, speak. For the sake of it. I mean, sometimes we have a little bit of knowledge there going in. Uh, but, yeah, Sheffield, they look dead in the water. I said they're going to be the worst team in the league coming in, and they are. Um, it's disappointing, but, hey, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, next game, Bournemouth and Burnley. I had a really good inkling about Burnley this week. Uh, I had the game 1-1. So did I. But I thought Lyle Foster was going to play. He ends up being ill and not starting and not even in the lineup. Um, Charlie Taylor scores early. Uh, Semenyo, he came from, uh, oh gosh, what's that team? Bristol. Came from Bristol City, uh, last season. I guess this is his first, like, real start in this Bournemouth team. And he scores in the 22nd minute. I like it. I mean, it's weird that they took out, um, David Brooks. But, at the same time, I think Semedo is someone... Or Semenio is someone that needs to be playing every game. Um, when he played for Bristol, he was a serious player. Like, eight goals, 11 assists, almost every year for them. Yeah, they need to change. They need to cycle someone in, and why not him? Like, they're not winning games, so any change, if it's bringing them positive effect, then they need to do it. And you mean Philip Billing? He gets on the goal sheet. He playing. scored a long shot. I like that he sits deeper in the field. That's where he needs to be. He's better as a holding midfielder. Uh, them pl- playing him cam to me, it, it's it's a waste. And uh, I think he's a better defender than he is anything else. He's big. He can get the tackles. He can win the aerial threats. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Um, on the other side of the ball, Burnley, realistically, again, it's like beating the dead horse. We talk about all these players, and there's just no value. Yeah. Um, I mean, Lyle Foster. <laughs> But he, he didn't play. Disappointing he didn't play. Um, I other, thought Sander Berg would be good. He didn't even start. Other than that, I don't really have many. Yeah, that's fair. Team. We could just move along here right to the Wolves and Newcastle game. 
So, what did you have for the score for this one, Kev? Newcastle Wolves. I had 4-1 Newcastle. <laughs> I had 3-0 th- <coughs> Wolves. Sorry for the cough. Um, Newcastle, you mean? Yeah, sorry. 3 nothing for Newcastle, not Wolves, of course. Uh, the game ended up 2-2, correct? Uh, correct, Amundo. Y- yeah. That is the right, uh, it was the right score. Wolves um, came back. Honestly, Newcastle looked good in the beginning, as they uh, naturally do. And then Wolves kind of just fought their way back into it. Uh, nothing really I could say. Uh, Callum Wilson scores in the 22nd minute. <clears throat> and then uh, Lamina gets a goal. I think it was off a corner from Neto. Uh, yeah, I believe so. And then Callum Wilson scores a penalty in the 45th minute. And none other than Huang in the 71st minute ties the game up. And the game ends like that. Um Callum Wilson, he has to be the most infuriating player if you're an Izak owner. <laughs> I mean, Izak's injured right now. Yeah, but, I mean, how how do you go back to Izak after seeing Callum Wilson have performances like this? Like, to me, it, it, it's, it's frustrating if... They both <sighs> are doing so well when they play. It's hard to judge who's going to start the next one. So, Izak has six goals. Wilson has seven. Uh, Izak also has 50... So, sorry, 75 more minutes. So, almost a whole game more than Wilson. Um, it's just... This Newcastle team has so much talent all over the field. And I almost expect them to be crushing teams. I mean, Anthony, even little, Anthony Gordon has three goals to assist. Like, I think they are a little injured right now. Yeah, I mean, squad-wise, yeah, defensively, Botman's out. Um, and then midfield-wise, they have no Harvey Barnes, no Jacob Murphy, no uh, Tenali, and then offensively, of course, it's Izak. Um, still, though, a team like Wolves, I, 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 like we said, like they've been playing well, but there's no reason for uh, Newcastle to not get three points from this match. No, they should have. They're definitely disappointed in that game. Uh, I feel like Wolves is a weird team against the tougher opponents. Like, City dropped points against Wolves. Newcastle now. Um, They're playing well. You don't want to run into these guys. That's all I'm saying. Next week, Wolves play... Who do the Wolves play next week? Next week, Wolves play Sheffield. So, I mean, good way to get a point out of this, and then hopefully they can bury Sheffield and just keep the form moving. But, uh, yeah, just weird. It's a weird one. Truthfully, it's a weird one. Uh, Callum Wilson, I think, was like the only one worth any sort of value for this game on the uh, Newcastle Net- side. Oh, yeah, that's fair. And then on the Wolves side, you had Neto. Of course. You had Lamina. He did go off injured at the end of the game for a little bit. I don't Neto? know if it was anything to worry about or not. Yeah. And then you had Huang, and you had Toddy. Yeah, Huang. All, all four. Huang's on some kind of goal-scoring form right he now. Is, he is. He's someone that... I do enjoy watching. He reminds me of a young uh, son a little bit. Not to be, like, racist, of course, but, like, just, of like, the way no, he... I don't think he's as fast, but... He is fast. He's very fast. He's not, like, son fast. Son was fast. Oh, man. He's pretty quick. Just the way that he's, he, he has great positioning. Yeah. I find that his positioning is unbelievable. He always finds himself in massive pockets of space 
where he's able to sprint into and he scores most like the most calm and collected goals even his goal against Newcastle like it wasn't an easy goal he was on a weird angle and just calmly placed it on the opposite side of Pope he like, took it short side yeah like that that's a clinical finish in my opinion so yeah I think he's got six maybe five I think right it's now. seven I think he's got seven goals in the seven? league no he does not he has six you're correct Holy man, it's just crazy to think about how many goals this guy has. Um, it's a good striker to have. Chances are not like a lot of leagues have him picked up already. Oh, definitely He's not, not even picked up in our league. That's because he's a forward, though. If he was a midfielder, it would be different. Um, let's move on along here. West Ham and Everton. It was the first game of the Sunday. <coughs> first, <coughs> sorry, first game on Sunday. I had 3-1 West Ham. I had 2-0 West Ham. Game ends up ending 1-0 Everton. Yeah, Everton pulled that one out of nowhere. That has to be the biggest, probably the biggest upset of the weekend, in my opinion. I mean, Chelsea losing to Brentford is an upset. Yeah, but Brentford's Brentford's not a bad team. They tied Tottenham, did they not? Who's in first? Yeah, they they did. That was the first game of the season. Fair, but I mean, realistically, West Ham was in top what? They were top five starting the week. This week? Yeah, they were top five. I don't think so. They're ninth now. I don't think they were top five. I think they were. Because I think Aston Villa was fifth. Well, West Ham had 14 points to start the week. Aston Villa's at 19, I'm pretty sure. Oh, you're right. right They were sixth. They were sixth starting the week. Anyways. Um... To lose to Everton. I mean, Calvert-Lewin scored a nice goal. He did. I mean, talk about a finisher. Um, Harrison whips the ball in. Good clinical finish from Calvert-Lewin. Socek subs in the 73rd minute. Uh, Danny Ings comes in. A lot of, like, older guys that you expect to kind of just get on the ball and hopefully create something from nothing. And... West Ham, for some reason, just couldn't break them down, and they only ended up having two shots on net yeah, out of their 12, so... And can I just say something, West? After the Antonio's remarks up coming up to the Liverpool game saying you would finish higher, they were going to beat Liverpool and they were going to finish higher in the table, they have not been playing well since then. So uh, he's eaten Antonio his hasn't played well since then. He, has, he, he, hasn't, even re- his he hasn't recorded a shot since that game. They have lost numerous games tied they haven't really won much like they're falling off fast. they are becoming the asked or the west ham that i anticipated the 10th placed west ham um i don't know where you had them you had them real low i think i had them closer to 12th um i think you had them closer to 15th I'd like to see where you had this at the oh, beginning of the I think I had Bournemouth. Don't floor. you have like your sheet? I don't have it with me, no. Oh, that's disappointing, Kevin, because I'd like to see it. Because I could show you mine if you show me yours. I don't have it. Well, that's sad. Um, yeah, I, I got to find it eventually. It's not the end of the world. I know it's around here somewhere. Um, either way, uh, yeah. I don't think that there's a whole lot of value from either teams from that match. I mean, Calvert-Lewin, of course, and Harrison, sure. I don't think a lot of people had either of them. You don't have defenders from Everton, really. Maybe Tarkowski. 
Uh, was he injured, though, Tarkowski? He might have been injured and might not have played. I know. No, he played. I mean, Pickford would have been decent value, but he ended up getting a yellow card. Yeah. Um, yeah, just weird game. Kind of boring, to be honest. Oh, it was one nothing simple. Just grimy win. Rough. Not a lot of not a lot of chances. Just gritty and. Bleh. Let's move along here. Next game was Liverpool Nottingham Forest. I had. Wait, 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 wait. Wasn't it Brighton? I'm lying to you. It's Brighton Fulham. Yeah. I had three one. For the Brighton Fulham, I had three nothing. And the game ended. One one. Yeah. That's another big upset in my opinion. <laughs> Talk yeah. about a team that's injured though. Brighton is a very injured team right but now. They, I'm pretty sure they started at Ferguson finally. They did. He scored early. Pascal Grob got the assist. Um, just they played Lalana. He hasn't played a whole lot, and they also played Balbe. Also hasn't played a whole lot. Um, to me, their team is weird. Because they start the same defense over and over again. I mean, you have someone like Billy Gilmore, you have someone like Jao Pedro, and you have someone like Ansu Fati. I don't understand why they switched to three at the back when they were playing four at the back. They could have just moved Julio uh, Julio over to the left back, Duncan Webster playing center back, and Grob playing left back, or right back, sorry. And then you keep Dehoud in, play him with uh, Billy Gilmore, keep a Dingra, keep Matoma, and then you just remove... Lalana from the lineup entirely, and either put in someone like Fati or someone like Jao Pedro. I just, in my opinion, I, I don't think Lalana adds a whole lot of value on the team. He's old. He's outdated for sure. He's not. He doesn't have the the legs to do it anymore. I don't think. Definitely not. I mean, the occasional substitution to let him play thirty minutes, sure. But to start the match, to me, it's it's not it's not ideal. It was their game to lose, and they. They're to blame and they for did the 1-1. One one. Um, I mean, Polina scores off a Harry Wilson uh, cross. It, uh, it was a good goal. Um, just it's disappointing when you see the stats. Like 71% possession was for Brighton. Uh, 18 shots to 10 shots, 7 on goal to 5 on goal. Like, realistically, you're playing against a Fulham team that is struggling. They aren't in the goals, really. Brighton hasn't been that bad defensively. Just to see them go down and draw the match, to me, it's a loss. It's as good as a loss. Oh, against Fulham for sure. They're they're trying to break into the top six here, so ties to a team like Fulham hurt. Especially when you're trying to move up in the table. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else you want to add to this game, Kev? Player wise. Oh. <sighs> I think it's about time Matoma gets some points, so I think he's coming up on some points soon. Okay, fair enough. Uh, next match, we have Villa and Luton. Yeah. I had 2 nothing for Villa. Uh, I had 3-1. Game for... ended 3-1, so yeah. smack dab. Pretty, pretty impressive. Uh, another masterclass from uh, John McGinn and uh, Douglas Luiz. First they goal are. is John McGinn goal and assisted from Louise. I mean that midfield pairing has just looked I love unbelievable. It. I love it. I love it. I love watching Aston Villa too. Um Zaniolo gets subbed out at halftime. Leon Bailey comes in and immediately makes an impact getting the assist for Diaby's goal. Yeah, Diaby played well too. He was such a threat. He's such a scary player to come up against. He's so fast and like 
technical. He's been very good for them. Yeah, it's just they're they're gonna keep winning games on games. And Luton, you knew you knew Luton was losing this game. Oh yeah, I mean, there's too much firepower on the Villa side to to think any other way was gonna happen. Um, Tom Locker, uh, Lockyer, ends up getting an own goal. I'm not. I can't remember who ended up getting the assist for that. Um, no, that was Diaby. It was Diaby. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, our goalie Emmy Martinez ends up with an Which own goal. Which wasn't his fault either. I didn't end up watching the end of that. The Con- own goal. I think it was Konza, one of the center backs. I believe it was Konza headed it back to him, but it was way too high. Oh. So it went over Martinez's head, who he tried to save it. Threw his like jumped up, threw his arm up, it hit off the crossbar and hit hit his back and went in. Oh wow, um, disappointing to not keep the clean sheet, of course. But I mean, at the end of the day, you got your three points, um, and they were and and they ended up uh, not taking any major injuries, which is important, I think, too, because they're going into the uh, what's it conference league next week. So yeah, I think it's important that they all stayed healthy. So realistically, nothing really to take from uh, Luton Town. They didn't really get anything out of it. They really, like, literally, the only goal they got was an own goal. So to me, it is what it is. And we knew Villa was going to dominate. Kev apparently knew it dead on the score, which made no sense to me. <laughs> um, so yeah, not a whole lot to talk about there. Just keep playing Villa players, especially against plus matchups. Now we can get to the Liverpool Nottingham game. I had it three one. I had it 3-0. Game ended 3-0. Of course it did. Why would it not have? <laughs> Jota, we talked about him last week, starts it off, gets a goal 31st minute. Nice rebound goal. Yeah. Um, I think that I, 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 the, the lineup to me is weird having Nunez, and, or sorry, Nunez and Jota and not Luis Diaz. Well, Diaz couldn't play. I saw something, I, I, I saw something about Diaz. Well, what is going on? He's back in Colombia right now because he's, Parents got uh, kidnapped. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah. So are they? His father's still missing. So they kidnapped him for ransom. That's what they uh, like. That could be part of it. So like his father's still missing. So I don't know how how that's going over. Okay. So I saw something saying, uh, Klopp. It was like a headline saying Klopp in need of winger due to Diaz's absence, and I just didn't know what the absence was. So that's pretty. It sucks. Hope balls well over there and all goes well. That's crazy though. I mean, luckily Jota comes in and he's all right. Yeah, did you see his celebration? No. He held up a Diaz jersey. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Um. Kind of disappointing. I didn't expect it to get that uh, dark. <laughs> uh, Nunez gets a goal. Uh, Nunez needs to start every game. He's your best striker. He's he really so good. is. He's having such a bounce back year he wasn't even i wouldn't even say he was bad last year he just had an average season like I mean, he he had like yeah. he had like nine goals five assists or something they just last to, year. he didn't have a whole lot of trust in them i don't think well um, it was also his first season and that for me at 80 million being bought for it's kind of hard to you have a big price tag it's it's that looming linger of like you need to be good immediately because of the price tag and because of the the vacancy of money leaving now yeah he's got to step up and cover one of our best players that's the way it is and i mean it's tough for that now he's thriving like i i he's such a threat on the ball he's so fast even sobeside a really great game ended up with two assists Um, he is fantastic he's so good at moving the ball 
Sobosly. Impeccable. Yeah, he's been he's been really great for your team. Just like a silent killer, kinda. He got he got an assist from basically just outside our own box. Is that was Salas? Yeah. I mean, you just give the ball to Salah and let him do the rest, man. Like that's what he does. He did, he he only took like three touches. Yeah, Salah touches like. Uh... Well, Turner ran <laughs> past the ball. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, Salah gets on the score sheet, like you said, ran past the ball. wasn't a great goal. Um, but I mean, a goal's a goal, all in all. Uh, Anawoni. That's a big thing to notice. Is Anawoni uh, back in the lineup? He, yeah, played, he subbed in for a little bit. Played like twenty minutes. Um, Probably good to know that uh, he didn't start. I mean, I, th- I think they wish they could have started him because a he's their best forward. Yeah. B it's his former team too. A lot of people like to do that. Yeah, I think that the better it was good to not let him well, inj- re-injury the hamstring. Yeah. And let him kind of build up a little bit of uh, fitness and just get in there, touch the ball a couple times. I mean, they do have a uh, a couple of the, uh, decent fixtures moving forward. Um. Like, I know they play Villa, so, I mean, if you're going to want to get any sort of points out of that, you're going to have to probably have Anawoni in, in the lineup, so. I don't see them beating Villa. Of course not, but, I mean, they definitely don't have a chance if he's not in the lineup. No. Uh, final game of the weekend, and supposedly was supposed to be the best game of the weekend, definitely was not, uh, was City and United, and I had a 2 nothing for City. I had 2-1 for City. Game ended 3-0. And it was just a slaughtering from the get-go. Uh, Holland gets a penalty early from an Onana foul, right? No, it was uh, what's his name? I don't, I don't know his name. Oh, Hoyland. Hoyland. Oh yes, you're right. Hoyland. It was a poor tackle on, on Rodri. He was holding uh, like his side, so it's a little controversial. Yeah, I mean Holland just had a masterclass. Ends up with a, two goals. Silva and, gets an assist and an assist. And an assist. Foden scored. Uh, Grealish finally starts, doesn't do shit. Uh, yeah, all in all, not a great game from uh, from uh, United. 21 shots for City, 10 on target. 7 shots, 3 on target for uh, United. Yeah, they, 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 were, they looked better in the first half, but then they, they really started to fall off and just did nothing. As soon as the they conceded half. the goal. Yeah, they, they it, lost all hope. It looked like... They felt as if they were in the game, and then they get that cheap penalty, apparently. I mean, Hoyland's a striker, so you're going down, you're going down. Maybe that's why Onana got the yellow. Maybe he did something prior to the penalty. Um, but, yeah, I think like teams like United, teams like Chelsea, you go behind a goal, it's tough to come back. I think that, that the confidence is so brittle that when you go behind, you can't. You can't dig yourself out of the hole. Man United is a dumpster fire right now. Everything that could go wrong is going wrong. They have players not playing because of falling outs with the manager. They have a potential like takeover of the club, yeah, which, Glazers, is, yeah. which is also going to uh, like affect everybody mm-hmm. in the process. Could end up changing a lot of management within the club. And they're just poor form. I really do believe Ten Hag needs to be fired. Not yet. They've, I've seen a lot of things with his Graham Potter. I'm, I'm, as much as Graham Potter was horrible for Chelsea, I think he would be okay. I don't think they need to get rid of Ten Hag yet. I think they need to give him a little more time. I mean, he all their wingers don't like him. You're going to end up in another situation like Chelsea was where they were just finding a manager over and over They're again. already doing it. I mean, it's not like City has or United hasn't been doing it. They've had right. Ten Hag for, what, a year and a half now? And already yeah, and they, people are calling for his head. 
They gotta they gotta hold on to him for a bit longer. They had uh, Ragnarok or the heck that guy's name was. They well, that, had Oli. He was interim. They had Oli. They had um, what's that centerman? Carrick, didn't they? I think he was another interim. Like, I get that you don't want to have a ton of turnover, but you're Manchester United. <laughs> like the three main ones, I think. They had Ten Hag, and then before that was Solishar. Yeah. And then before that was uh, Van Gaal. Was it? I'm pretty sure. I thought it was Mourinho. Mourinho, Mourinho. Yeah. Was it not Mourinho? No, I think... I don't know if... He, he never... Did he coach United? I, I thought he did. Because I know he was at Tottenham. Tottenham, Chelsea. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't Mourinho. I don't know who I'm thinking of. Who was before Ole? That might have been Mourinho. That's what I'm thinking. Was it Mourinho, it been, Oli? Yeah, and then, then Van Gaal before that, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Either way, they keep, they're running through managers. They can't get... And Ten Hag, I don't think he's bad. I think he needs time. I think that the way that he wants to run the team is not going to work. <laughs> and so there, I, I don't think Bruno Fernandez is the man for the captaincy job. No, he's a fucking baby. I don't like. He's not gonna run that team well, and I. Casemiro should have the armband. And then when it's yeah. not Casemiro, it should be Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw, I agree. Yeah, uh, I don't know who else. Like I don't know if Rashford. Rashford's. A... He's too young. I mean, he's not that much younger than Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw's like twenty nine, isn't he? I think Luke Shaw's like twenty six. I think Rashford's twenty six. I I I understand the Rashford thing. It's just like Rashford's our golden boy, and he's he's a good personality. Like he does a lot of community work. He I feel like he does charity like Rashford was playing with players, and I feel like he now he's playing with players that he's just met like over the last couple years. Yeah. Like if you think about his off like that that term team now, the strikers Hoyland new, Anthony is or Garnacho. They're within a year or two. I don't get the hype in Garnacho, my opinion. Yeah, I don't get it either. Midfield, Casemiro's a year. Bruno's like a couple years. Um, yes. Uh, Rashford's 26 and Luke Shaw's 28. Yeah. I think Luke Shaw should be the captain, truthfully. He could be one of them. Do it. Give it to or him. Or Maguire. And him and Rashford. No, fuck Maguire. Maguire needs to focus on playing better more. He's their best. He's their best defender right now. Yeah, the second they got which rid- is embarrassing. The second they got rid of his captaincy, he started to just focus on getting better, and he's better now. He's the best defender on the team, right now. Mm. Varane's out. Oh, Martinez when, sucks. Yeah, but on, Shaw's out. Currently playing. Sure. Yeah, he's the best one playing. Because Evans played like crap last game. Evans is washed. McGuire. McGuire's just average. He's bang average, but the thing is his. When he makes a mistake, it's amplified because you're on United, and he's English. It's not even. I think it's just him too, because he's he was clunky. The, he's, he's a clunky most, dude. He's the most expensive center back. Is he still? Yes. Oh my Number gosh. two is Vardial. I love how we got Thiago Silva for free. Yeah, he was old. Contracts up. Probably just wanted a different change. Won us the Champions League. No, well, it wasn't just him. You I had, know, he actually got injured. In the Champions ma- League final, he got injured. You had a good manager. Yeah, I'm disappointed that we got rid of him. Anyways, uh, you want to run through the team of the week for the week? Sure. So it's a 3-4? Three, 3-3-4? Three, four. Three, three, four. The goalie was Ederson with seven points. Only goalie to do it. 
Uh, the first defender, Pinnock, with a goal and a clean sheet, 12 points. Tomiyasu with a substitute appearance with a goal with 7 points. Kyle Walker with 6. Played pretty solid against United. There was lots of... How many clean sheets were there in the weekend? Uh, I don't Only know Only exactly. a couple, right? I mean, Everton. Liverpool. Liverpool, City, Arsenal, and Brentford. Yeah. Oh, quite a few, to be honest. And with the midfield, Sobaslay, two assists, he got nine points. Foden got seven points, and McGinn got seven points. That's just based off of goals, right? Sobaslay got two assists. Yep, yep. Foden got goal, a goal. And then McGinn goal. McGinn got a goal. And then the four forwards, Callum Wilson with two goals. Yep. Halland with uh, two goals and an assist. And Kedio with three goals. 14 points. Hallen got 13 points and Wilson got 10 points. And then Embuemo with 9 points with a goal and assist. So that's our team of the week. Um, I guess not really our team of the week. It's just the team of the week. Highest game performing week 10. players that we can fit in the lineup. Um, be sure to check out us on X. Not so much me. I haven't been very good at posting, but Kev for sure. Pretty active. It gets fun. He's been really uh, working our uh, podcast name out there. Be sure to give him a follow. If you really don't want to see a whole lot, I post probably once a week. Uh, give me a follow. It's Fan Stock Talker Lou. Kev is Fan Stock Talker Kev. Um, be sure to give us a like on Apple Music. Share us on Spotify. Uh, just be sure to let everybody know. Um, this one comes out today. As you know, it's a Tuesday. Uh, be sure to tune in on Thursday so we can break down game week 11 and then give you our players to watch. Take it easy, guys.